0: Wonderful Wheel of Life and another international transmission of You Can't See Us with Starfire and Charlie. Yes, yes, you better believe
1: it, bitches.
2: Back in the saddle. You I... can't see us, but here we are. Sitting here, Animal House Studios, in sunny, wonderful weather Denton, Texas. It's beautiful here with special guests,
1: Big Dan yes. and E.T. Live action. How, how are you guys doing? Co- coming at you like a a real live thing. Like a Scirocco.
2: Scirocco. <laughs> Out of the desert, into the fire. And we're we get ready for a cacophony of conversation. There. That's right. <laughs> it could be. It could be nuts. <laughs> I like that well, word cacophony. Well, it's sure to be a classic. You can't see us episode here. That's right. It's be one for the ages. Oh yeah. It always is. I'm it, always surprised. Me too. Sometimes, sometimes I thank God. Are we even entertaining? I mean, maybe we're not entertaining. Maybe, <laughs> no, maybe, maybe we just entertain ourselves. But right. But yeah, a lot of times I think, what the fuck are we doing? You yeah. Know? But then you know, I,
1: I I've been listening back to old podcasts and yeah, the first couple of podcasts sucked. They were they were really bad. But <laughs> but they've progressively gotten more listenable. I think. Yeah, that's been a good thing. You I, know, I think so.
2: Yeah, man. So Dan here, he uh, spent what you know, four or five days in uh, New York Shitty.
1: Yeah, I was there
2: for the big Shitty. Tuesday, Wednesday,
1: Thursday, Friday, and then uh, that, that was there yesterday morning. Drove back up there and flew out to, of uh, LaGuardia. LaGuardia. Right on. So how was it? Tell us all about it. it Tell true. us why you were up there. I was on tour with my friend Amanda Shires. Amanda Shires of Amanda Shires of Amanda Sh- of the of the Shire. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just playing some music and uh, having fun, driving, and I uh, stayed with uh, my friends Sammy and Burgers in Brooklyn, and walked a bajillion miles and took lots of trains and saw the hottest girls on the planet on every like everywhere you look. It's just like oh oh I get it I get it New York I get it. And uh, so so you were most impressed by the. <laughs> by the good-looking women. In... Well, I, I wasn't most impressed by the good-looking women. But what was the most impressive thing that you saw out out on the East Coast? Um, I mean just a lot of things. I, I didn't do anything like crazy spectacular, you know, but I I, uh, I got to go see the Partisan Records office with my friend David Ward and uh he gave me a bunch of records for really? free. It's like 300 bucks worth of stuff. Nice. Um, food was good. Saw lots of Hasidic Jews
3: how were the okay. shows
1: great yeah we we played uh four shows one at this place called the rock shop in brooklyn which was cool uh i busted my head on the <laughs> on the main on the on a rock on the main and uh let's see um the living room in new york was cool uh I,
2: that's i've uh i've heard that on like serious radio the living mm-hmm. room con- concerts or whatever
1: yeah it's all awesome. it was great it was uh somebody was just was just there bon, bono yeah it yeah, was, yeah yeah
3: yeah
2: that's who it was
1: yeah it was crazy uh, why was
2: bono he, you met bono
1: i didn't meet bono but he was there within a day i think of like the day uh, or the day before or after i don't know I, he was there to see that guy who's in that movie once uh what's his name you know about those like songwriters that fall in love i never saw it but no I... oh once yeah. yeah yeah And they have a band or they had a band so the place still smelled like Philanthropy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Ireland. In Ireland, yeah. But it was cool. Um, Catherine Popper was there. She used to play bass for uh, Ryan Adams. That's cool. She was just there, like, hanging out. And then uh, Asbury Park, New Jersey, was cool. Just lots of cool shops, and the place we played at, The Saint, was neat. Did you see the boss? No, I looked for him everywhere I went. So where else did you go? New York, New Jersey... And uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, York, York, Pennsylvania. It was a cool, like house type show. <laughs> Giant, nice house. They were having a record sale in the basement, and that's cool. Yeah, he. he I found uh, Guy Clark, old number one, and a sugar, yes, that's a great record, Sugar Cube's record. and He just gave him to me. That sounds great. like a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, it, it was awesome. really does. It was really fun, man. It was just like. So the music you you played with Amanda was was it just you and Amanda, or did you guys uh-huh. have? Uh... A band, or no? It was just us. I just played guitar and sang harmonies. And, acoustic uh, guitar. Hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, it sounded good. It, it, we practiced, you know, when I got there. And That's great. It was pretty cool. Pretty easy. I saw her do an acoustic set here at Dan's uh, a while back with uh, some other guy playing guitar, but it was awesome. So Rod. I, I could imagine what this show was like. Rod Picot. Yeah, his name. Mm-hmm. he was he was a great guitar player. Totally. Rod Picot. Yeah. So I mean. Man, she's got some great tunes, great songs. Yeah, she's a great performer. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, it was fun, man. It's a, uh, it's a good time. But good to be home. So yeah. before you left, you had uh, this injury to yeah, your I, leg. How <laughs> how how did you hurt your leg?
2: I just twisted my ankle. I just and walking around New York probably didn't help it. No, no <laughs>
1: I, I mean I walked probably 117 miles. So. Yeah, it's it hasn't been well-rested. I need Did you wear that, that brace that Eric gave you? Uh-huh, I did. Did you? Yeah. I did. Are you just telling us that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have worn it, it today, but... Because just... you walked over here today. Yeah. I'm just. You got to take care of that leg, man. Uh, I you know. only get two of them. I know. I don't know what to do. I mean, I just don't want to sit around. Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I'll just... I guess you're thinking, well, I got two of them, and I really only I got two, yeah. yeah. I need to get a cane. Is there anywhere I can get a cane? I got a walking stick right over here that, that uh, Gabriel gave me. Oh, and, cool. Uh, that, that uh, I think, is a lot more fashionable. <laughs> yeah. <a
2: cane. laughs> okay. Well, it depends on what kind of cane it is, but... A Herman cane. <laughs> Rock me like what a do you Herman guys? Cane. What have you
1: guys been up to, man? How's it dentin'? What's going on? Charlie, you went to... What'd you do?
2: You went somewhere. I went home to Decatur, Illinois... And just hung out, man. I didn't really do a lot, of, a lot at all. I went, I went to Indiana too. Cool. It's just uh, I went and looked at covered bridges. Covered bridges in Indiana for Mother's Day. I went to. That uh, was the name of the place. Uh, Did your mom go with you, or was it just like? A... Yeah, my mom went with me, and my brother, and my dad, and we went to Rockville. And my dad insisted on the whole way home listening to "Don't Go Back to Rockville."
1: Don't go <laughs> back to Rockville. That's one of my favorite songs. He was ever. like, this is
2: stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that song. And he downloaded it on his phone. And <laughs> immediately.
1: Immediately. And, and couldn't stop playing it. That, yeah. that song's real good. It's like a country song. That's
2: pretty funny. But yeah, we just drove around. Drove under covered bridges. We went to... How do you pronounce it? Terre Haute, Indiana? Terre, Terre Haute. Terre Haute. Terre Haute, Indiana. Which, in French, means the highland.
1: Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, I guess so.
2: Because there's that river right there. I think it's the Wabash River. The Wabash River runs through it.
4: Right.
3: Come in the Wabash cannonball. Cannonball coming in. <laughs> we got a cannonball coming in, guys. Cannonball. You... <laughs> I love that
2: Caddyshack part. <laughs> He's like, you people about this stuff, is you could sm- smoke a big, big joint of this, or you can, go, you, can go you go can play 18, 18 holes on it, yeah. and you can come home and get stoned to the bejesus belt that night on this stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a mix of Kentucky Bluegrass and uh, some <laughs> in California,
2: Amelia. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? Caddy Caddyshack. Shack. The best uh, scene in Caddyshack. I
1: have, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I've ever actually sat down and watched Caddyshack. The best scene is... I watched pop-up Caddyshack. It was like, it's like pop-up video where they come up with like facts, you know? Yeah. On I don't know what channel it was, but it was Caddyshack. So they came up with all these silly little facts about it. And they said, that scene where uh Chevy Chase comes to play through cuz yeah. his ball goes into, into Bill Murray's apartment or his little shack that yeah. he's living in. They wrote that like that night. Right. And uh we're at dinner like talking about it and then like 2 hours later they were shooting it.
2: Yeah, and also and, they hated each yeah, other. Yeah,
1: they didn't get along and they would have like fist fights and shit like <laughs> yeah. on set and then they would say action and they were all professional and roll, and then, but they fucking hated each other
3: chevy chase and bill and murray. murray yeah so
1: that scene is makes those facts right there make that scene even more like yeah awesome because that's one of the best scenes in the movie it's
2: i think it's it's my favorite scene in the movie
1: yeah for do sure. you have do you have that movie
2: uh, I think I let my dad have it. But. So they hated each other. Yeah, yeah. They, from I, it's it's like SNL shit that they still hated each other from SNL.
1: But Chevy Chase and Brian Doyle Murphy seem to have a good relationship because he's always in Chevy Chase movies. That's true. So, That's weird. But it, he's like Bill Murray's older brother, so I bet you they have this like common bond where they both hate Bill Murray.
2: Yeah, you know? probably. <laughs> Could be. I don't. I mean, this is all pure speculation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that's one of the best movies ever made. Comedies, in my opinion. And it was the team who made Animal House, like, right? Uh, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis and Ivan Reitman. And, Think it, Ram- That was Harold Ramis' first directing. Thing. Wow, Harold Ramis is a badass man. Egon, out there. <laughs> yeah, from, and from and Egon. they uh, they it was weird, really weird. They completely went away from the script. Like, there was like a real script, yeah. and none of it happened. It, it's it's a really interesting thing to, for behind the scenes of Kashyyyk. I think when the copy that either I have or my parents have, it has, has like a bunch of like a documentary, yeah. a special feature documentary about it or something. That's it's probably really what made it so watch.
1: great was there was all this fucking
2: tension going on, you know, where. Rodney Danger, Dangerfield didn't think he was good enough, and he was like, he was like, nobody's laughing, nobody's right. laughing, and they're like, well, you're shooting, you know, the people are trying to be quiet, you know. Yeah, it's gonna ruin the day. <laughs> it's gonna ruin the day. When he thought he was bombing the yeah. shit. He was really upset about it. <laughs> That's crazy. I want to,
1: I want to watch that, and I want to see Animal House. I've never seen. I think Grady Don has Caddyshack on VHS.
2: Oh man, I found a bunch of VHSes and in Illinois, and I fucking forgot them. Mm. And I also forgot my baseball glove. Oh, shit. <gasps> but I found Steel Magnolias, Bull Durham, like, uh, I don't remember. A bunch of them, though. Bull, Bull, it, Durham, Bull Durham's a good one. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I, uh, I've got Animal
1: House on VHS, so we'll watch
2: that. Yeah, we'll bring that in the van for shiz. Well. Oh, you know what? I
1: found a tape rewinder, and I didn't buy it because it was $10 at a Goodwill. Fuck. Did it? It, I guess it probably didn't look like a big white van, did it? No. Because that would be awesome.
2: Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, Saving Private Ryan's. Oh, man. Saving, and Clifford. Has anybody seen Clifford? Oh, God, I love Clifford. Uh, me too. <laughs> I haven't seen Clifford. It's with Martin Short. I like Martin Short. <laughs> he's, oh, it's, he's fucking hilarious. It's, it's so hilarious.
1: <laughs> he plays this little boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just like a shitty little boy. He's like... <laughs> I want. I want to see that right now. Yeah. uh, it's such a great movie. And you go to Walmart, buy a bunch of cheap movies. Yeah, they've got them. Nobody's selling VHS anymore. I guess they just quit making it, so you can't you can't get it anywhere unless it's used. Uh huh. They don't make. Yeah, they don't make the. Tapes. You got to hit up garage sales. They got VHS tapes there. Yeah. Recycled sells them for like two bucks. Yeah, garage sales. They got them for like twenty-five cents. Yeah. They just want that shit. Gone. Gone. <laughs> Those people don't want that fucking Home Alone 2. <laughs> it's an obsolete medium. Yeah. They're like, get this Macaulay Calkin movie out of here. I don't want to ever see this again. Uh, why
2: did I buy three copies of The Good Son? <laughs> <laughs> so Squatch Fest, the inaugural Squatch Fest 2012.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's going to be a big uh, event going on.
2: Well, it's not open to the public at an undisclosed
1: right it's a it's a you can't see us event that yeah. uh you won't be able to see us at <laughs> yeah
2: exactly so uh but we are going to an undisclosed location in in the squashes territory around here and having a four day squatch fest in the squatches of squatch country yeah it's it's gonna be one of the best times that, that, that's ever lived have you have you looked at the uh, page that I invited you to Daniel Markham no where what
1: what Facebook I invited you to oh, Squatch I, fest 2012 there's an event I, I didn't see it I didn't see it I, I, I'm really bad at Facebook you need I'm, to look at this Dan because it's going down like soon it's I will. like in October yeah okay. <laughs> let me go let me look for it uh, immediate yeah we'll wait I, I usually <laughs> when I see I don't I sh- it's all right we events I usually just like sk- scan over when i see him because i don't know yeah we've that's got uh, but then it's like did, are you gonna come to the, my show <laughs> i'm like you're having a show <laughs> this is not a show dan i know this is a fucking squad, this is man. real life <laughs> this is this is big
3: this is a scientific expedition this is real life or sort of kind of like that
2: well yeah it's going to be a scientific expedition that has beer involved yeah
3: that's awesome. Right, as scientific as you can get with beer
2: also, we've got a donation
3: going
1: on uh, a website. We we haven't quite got it all set up yet, but uh, you can donate so that we can uh, get a hold of some night vision goggles, some video cameras, some, some st- thermal imagers. Right. So that we can get a bunch of uh, imagery, some stuff that you guys won't be able to see right. here on the podcast. But
2: uh, but we are going to do we're going to do a,
1: a documentary that'll probably come out in a in a few. It'll it'll take some time to put that together.
2: Yeah, I mean, just think of how long it takes made us to put a record together that doesn't even have images
1: <laughs> <laughs> right yeah
2: so the soundtrack will take uh you know a couple of years and yeah. then, uh, and then there's the whole video part yeah so, the video part will probably be a good five years
1: So about 2020 we've got we've got a bigfoot documentary coming out
2: 2020
1: <laughs> yeah seven eight years twenty twenty nineteen twenty twenty 2019 2020 something
2: 2019 like that. whatever be- it takes yeah, you we're know, we're 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 not really cons- too concerned about it. We're just we'll just get it done when it gets done,
1: right? Yeah, but it's it's going to be exciting in, in and, the worst. Uh, and you guys can be a part of it and donate. We'll we'll give you all the deets later when it's when it's together. But we'll uh, we'll uh, have have a place for you to be a part of this yeah. squatch
2: thing. Another uh, big thing that's coming out is um, we will be selling. Eventually, as soon as we get all the artwork in, which is really, really close to happening, we will be selling "You Can't See Us" T-shirts. That's right at the at the Charlie Shafter shows, and we'll guys. eventually get it up to where you can order them online and
3: right. things like that. Yeah,
2: we're there's a lot of shit in the works,
3: a lot, a lot of facets, a lot of, of ins and outs,
1: a lot of stuff coming down the fucking pipeline, folks. Yeah. And you, uh, you better watch out. Yeah, cannonball coming in. That's right. Heads up. That's all, that's all we're going to say is heads up, folks. Yep. Better There's keep your knee pads check. on. Yeah. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's going to yeah. get physical. It's going
2: to get real, real. Really, really real.
1: You
5: can't see us, but we're here.
2: you guys been looking at the news at all lately? No, not really. I haven't, I've been kind of out of the loop.
1: Yeah, I've been staying away from it on purpose. Well, they tried to scare everybody with uh, another underwear bomber. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they come out with this story. At first, they're like, we don't know anything about it, but there's a guy with a bomb in his underwear. That's all we know. And that was the big story. And then, <laughs> and then they say, well, it turns out he was a CIA informant. Uh-huh. He was a double agent. <laughs> yeah. And he got the bomb from Al-Qaeda. Uh-huh. So why did he take it on the plane? Well, he didn't. Oh. He reported it. He said, because he was a double agent, right? Right. So Al Qaeda says, Hey, I got this idea. I know it didn't work before, but let's stick a bomb (laughs) down in your underwear. And then you go on a plane and blow it up. And he's like, Yeah, okay. And they give him the bomb. And then he's like, Hey, CIA, I got this underwear bomb. So it's a bunch of bullshit. Like that's <laughs> that's their story, that right? That sucks. That story sucks.
2: <laughs> I never... Where's
3: like why I, I mean
2: at least they could have had SEAL Team 6 involved in some way and all that type of stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they they they've killed them. Yeah, there's They're all dead. They're, yeah.
1: Man, talking talking about dead people. Okay, so there's uh here's another story. The the so Breitbart, the right. guy. Uh we we talked about his death.
3: Then we talked about the Death of the guy who did the autopsy. I want to correct that. I said it was the guy who did the autopsy. It was a guy who worked. It was a lab guy in the autopsy room that took photos, documentary photos. Okay. He was the guy that was arsenic poisoning. Okay. There's another mysterious death. The
1: only witness to his death just died. (laughs) (laughs)
3: did he did he die because i heard he just disappeared and they can't you're right you're right disappeared they can't
1: find disappeared that's the word has disappeared wow that there's definitely something surrounding that whole thing yeah there's some weird shit going on his
3: testimony was was when he seen him fall he fell like a sack of potatoes and he was eerily bright red so they did get some sort of statement from him right which is uh, bright red is uh if you have carbon monoxide poisoning, you become bright red, and there was one other case. But when you have a heart attack, you turn blue. <laughs> Check. You turn blue. It's, uh, it's, it's weird. It's a strange
2: So he was
1: red. So they think that... <laughs> bright it... red. Okay. So that was carbon monoxide poisoning.
3: Poisoning, and there, there was one other one that is uh, a drug or something being introduced to your system. They, they explained it, and I can't remember. It's been a... Heart attack dart. Yeah, but it was something with the chemicals in that Or something that makes them turn cherry red On top of carbon monoxide poisoning But I can't remember what it is There's like, some weird shit yeah. going
1: on around that, for sure mm-hmm.
3: Oh, definitely it's, I don't know
1: what it is But it seems like every few weeks Something else is coming right. out about it that's, that's crazy If you're a normal American, you'd just be
3: like Well, it's just a coincidence mm-hmm.
1: Well, and they haven't killed me yet, so <laughs> everything seems to be fine. They're uh, soft-killing you. <laughs> that's right. They're just going to kill me in 20 years through all the bullshit that they're yeah. giving us. God damn it. They're after us. And then, okay, shit that's out of human control is the fucking sunspots on the sun. Mm-hmm. I don't. We, we haven't really talked about this. Or that we think that it's out of human control. Could be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's a okay. Well, there's a sunspot that they just that just came into the view of the Earth oh. that is bigger than the Earth <laughs> on the sun. So what a sunspot is is a storm on the sun that releases solar plasmic radiation energy, and it just like shoots it out like a fucking bomb, like in whatever direction it seems happens to be pointed at. So there's there's small likelihoods that it's actually going to hit the earth you know depending on which way but it's a lot of fucking energy there's one that's larger than the earth i mean there's Jesus. a bunch of them but yeah it's crazy shit so if it hits it could it it's uh fuck I, I forget coronal mass ejection is what they call it or something like that yeah that sounds pretty sexual doesn't it yeah it does. a coronal mass ejection <laughs> But it but it will it knocks out uh, electronics. It's basically like a big EMP, oh el- yeah, electromagnetic pulse,
3: which is what the government is going to use as the catalyst for all your electronic shit come out. When they do bring their EMP and fuck everything up, they're going to say it's a sunspot. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't believe any of that stuff. Well, but You know why I don't believe in that stuff? I will say this, because the arrogance of man is astronomical.
1: To think they well, know... Well, sunspots, sunspots are real, and and human beings have, have been noting sunspots but for I noticed, centuries.
3: I noticed a couple years ago, when this 2012 stuff starts coming along, they started talking about, well, it's going to be a, what was it, a, a flare, a sun flare or something that yeah, take out the earth or something. There's
1: been some more shit on that, too, where... Uh, Archaeologists or scientists or something have found uh, other shit. Mayan calendars that were like in the works, like they were working on making more calendars, right? Yeah. To go on further, they just something happened. Nobody knows what happened, but something happened. Well, uh, I mean, I think it's clear that they were all abducted by aliens. <laughs> well, it could be. I mean, nobody really knows what happened to the mass population of the Mayans, but but they found uh, ruins of of. Calendars that were in the works, so they they were planning on thousands of more, you know, days and years and stuff to come. So.
2: So I think I think that's a bunch of bullshit. But it's a
3: scare tactic. Me too. <clears throat> it's going to be like Y two K. Nothing's going to happen. And it's going to be like global warming. They're coming out now. That's all a bunch of bullshit. Well, yeah. I mean,
1: humans have been saying that for you know I, for a long time. Just like uh, there's the the world's going to end. This shit's going to happen. You know, and some people buy
2: into it. And there's a really undisputed fact that if you cease all economic Activity in the United States, you know, just ceased it. Nothing's, no cars are running. Nothing is happening. You would lower the temperature by one one thousandth, one one thousandth, one one, one, what, how do you say that? One thousandth, one one thousandth. There you go. Of a degree. 0.001.
1: 0.001 of a degree. (laughs) That's
2: how much the temperature would lower. That's crazy, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if you look at at temperatures in history, you know, if you're watching the fucking nightly news, they'll they'll say, well, in this day in history, uh, in 1987 it was 97 degrees. Yeah. And in 1932 it was 45 degrees. <laughs> exactly. <It's> <laughs> <like> <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's you know. I mean, I think it's just natural cycles of of the planet, and there's these fucking solar flares and things that, that have been going on for as as long as there's been a sun and, and an earth. Exactly.
2: And the earth always changes. It's not like everybody's worried, you know, like the polar bears are running out of ice. Yes, the polar bears are running out of ice. <laughs> but that's happened how many times over the years where... Right animals die because of what the earth does and it's just fucking natural that they don't that they're gonna have to either move to somewhere cooler or not cooler as in temperature but as in you know a more hip place a more to hip live. place to live yeah or they're gonna have they're not like, gonna live come on move to the big city it's like why bears. the fuck do you want to live up there living out in the sticks you <laughs> yeah. fucking lazy yeah. ass motherfucker i mean it's just <laughs> Uh, they, they got a hard life you know it's uh, not I, and and i've heard from from
1: some people that there is no that all that polar bear shit is bullshit yeah and i've and heard most, that yeah. too most populations of the polar bears are fucking fine and they can swim just fine and they can catch fish they
3: can swim for miles
2: yeah and miles
3: but <laughs> they and they
1: find and they have places to live I mean, and there's
2: always there's always going to be tragic stories of animals that got a fucking raw deal but you know you know what i mean There's it's, ice that melts yeah. and there's new ice that forms in other places
1: Exactly place.
2: and they got to figure out how to get there
3: and if yeah. they don't Sorry. I mean, and it's it's something that happens every spring because I don't know if a lot of those people know it, but every spring the ice does thaw and spring comes in and, <laughs> and you do run out of ice, but just wait and it'll come well, there, back. Well, there are parts of the world that, that stay frozen all the time,
1: you know, but yeah. but parts of that melt and other parts, you know, I mean, it's just a natural fucking cycle. <laughs> yeah. What I the mean, fuck? Why, I mean, why are people trying to sell us this line of bullshit?
3: Well, it's because it's the arrogance that I alluded to because you take a mile marker that's on a turnpike. You know what a mile marker, you know, you see those mile, every mile. Yeah. Okay, you take a mile mark from one mile marker to the other. You take about four inches of that, the first four inches between two mile markers. That's what we know about the world. Yeah. It's been around forever. And for man to think that they know what the fuck is happening and what's going on, you know, these guys can't even balance their fucking checkbooks and they're telling me about <laughs> the fucking earth and that's just ignorant. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm just along for the ride, man.
3: Yeah, I
1: guess. so one of those dudes for uh, the big, one of the big banks is is getting fucked for he's he's the fall guy for a bunch of shit.
2: Oh really? Yeah,
1: I don't I don't know the whole story on it, but you just said something about they can't balance their own fucking checkbook, and I guess the guy who was supposed to balance the checkbook for one of those big banks is getting fired, and they're blamed. Oh no no. I take that back what I what I heard was he's not getting fired he should get fired but he's retiring uh, so that he gets a lot of fucking money and they're hiring some new jackass to come in yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy man yeah so he fucked up and, and that's always the story right in corporate America with like the high up cocksuckers right they they fuck up and then they get billions of dollars for, for yeah. this quote right. golden parachute as they retire And then they hire some other jackass who's gonna come in I'm gonna turn this fucking bullshit around (laughs) (laughs) Oh man You gotta laugh at it But at the same time it's like Really? Yeah. Yeah Really? Motherfuckers Come on this whole republican thing keeps keeps going on you know i'm it's it's pretty funny to see what's happening here because
2: now like mitt romney's a bully and obama it's like they they all talk about each other obama and mitt romney and they're like it's like little school children yeah <laughs> he was a bully in high school yeah. they talk about obama about You know, it's just, they just say shit to each other, or about each other, and it's just so stupid. I mean, I can't believe people actually even talk about it. Yeah. I mean, we are, but I mean, I'm talking (laughs) about, well, I'm just talking about, you know, in general, everybody takes it seriously, or I mean, or just like, Obama, or Mitt Romney, I guess, held somebody down who may or may not have been gay, and... with his friends in college no in high school high school in high school i thought this was like in iowa last (laughs) week or something (laughs) no they came out there's this dude who may or may not have been gay or i don't know if he was gay or not but i mean why does it matter exactly and him and his buddies were held him down and cut his hair and it's like national news all over the place. It's been going on for like two weeks. Oh, it's because he was gay, so it was like a hate crime or something. Right, or something like that. But they yeah. don't even know if he was gay or not. Okay. But, so, I I don't
1: even entirely understand the story. So, but That's the
2: story. I don't understand it either. Okay.
3: <laughs> they're just bringing up old skeletons. So they're
2: just looking for stupid bullshit. This happened 35 years ago. Yeah. And uh, I think it shows what, what a... Fucking asshole he is, and uh, he should not be president. I did a lot of stupid shit when I was. If he becomes president,
3: he's going to hold you down but, and cut your hair. Yeah, but I don't need to hear that story to know that guy's a fucking dipshit. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just see what he does now. Just, oh yeah, Mitt Romney is is
2: is is the is a dipshit of the uh, highest order. Yeah, right.
1: and, and it's great because he's he's such a fucking idiot that when when all these other people were running against him, they had so much shit to talk on him that, you know, it's all over the place. They're talking shit on Mitt Romney. And now, all of a sudden, he's like the guy, the go-to guy, right? So they're all like, oh, yeah, Mitt Romney's he's the guy. He's the man. And (laughs) and if you go back, you know, six months
2: ago, they're like, Mitt Romney's a fucking idiot, and he can't do shit, you know? It's so hilarious. Like, they're saying, I heard somebody... Basically Obama's attack ads now on Mitt Romney are basically the exact same ads that Newt Gingrich was running <laughs> in 6 months ago. But now the Republicans are like, "Oh, it's a low blow." But all the other Republicans were doing it just 6 months ago, you know? There's you- a there's like a
1: 20-minute documentary called When Mitt Romney Came to Town that's uh, out there. I don't know if you guys have seen it at all, but
3: Documentary Wire.
1: It's yeah, good. Yeah, and it's it's about I would say 80% truthful and accurate because i watched it and i was like what the fuck and i went and researched all this stuff it was produced by newt gingrich's people
2: It's super PAC. the super pack
1: that uh his campaign advisor started you know some something like that right and that documentary like i wonder what they say about that now like what would how does that work? Like, I don't know. I, this this is what amazes me about. Sorry about that. Washington. Sorry about that
2: documentary I put yeah. out <laughs> about, you, about you. Well,
1: we did say this shit, and uh, it is mostly the truth. But he's a guy, and I'm going to vote for him because fuck Obama.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's so ridiculous.
1: I'm getting really tired of all this political bullshit. Me too. Like, it, I, I'm not voting for either one of them. I'm not going to. Not going to do it. <laughs> uh, neither am I. It's crazy, man. But I might. I mean, they might. They might convince me. And you know, maybe if they just keep talking shit on each other, it's like, <laughs> well, well, that one talked the better shit, I think. You right. know. And but uh, it's just like you're not gonna do anything. It's like it. It feels. I just read election, like the book election, and uh, it feels like a high school election to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it if, is. If, it is. If
2: Mitt Romney becomes the president, all it amounts to the about the same effect of rearranging the chairs the deck yep. chairs on the titanic mhm yeah <laughs> well <put. laughs> it's a fucking ship of fools man yeah. that that's my
1: favorite grateful dead song and i was researching that the other day and the ship of fools is is has been a theme an al- allegory throughout literature from since like the renaissance right right and and all these people have written about it. So I was reading, reading all these excerpts of people talking. There's, there the newest book that that came out was in 2002, I think, called Ship of Fools, and it's a spaceship of people who uh, filled with idiots who don't know where they're going, and there's no captain, and that's yeah. that's the the basic theme of of the
2: Ship of Fools, and it's I was reading. It's very true, man. Yeah. You you see it all around you. I was uh. Just reading some stuff today about, like, just where we get some terms. Like, gossip, for instance. Back in, you know, the fucking 1700s, the politicians would have people and send Because you couldn't go take an online poll or call people or anything. They would send them to the bars, you know, the pubs, to go sip on drinks and just listen to people and listen to people talk and what they're talking about and eventually over the years it just got termed as gossip to go sip Mm -hmm. on pints and also in bars the uh waitress would they they served either a pint or a quart and the waitress would have to keep track you know keep bringing bringing beers to people and keep track of whether they're drinking pints or quarts and that's where mind your p's and q's come from right yeah there's a bunch of other ones. I can't remember what the hell it was I did not know that <laughs> I did not know that
1: It's great. it's fascinating shit man fascinating i I love to learn that kind of shit. yeah, it's very informative mm-hmm you, you some of you folks out there in podcast land probably did not know that shit mm and if you did, shoot us an email at starfire <laughs> and charlie at gmail dot com and let us know uh what else what what other interesting facts that you know that we may not know about
3: yeah, exactly. It'd be fun.
1: What's going on with Ron Paul?
2: He's just he switched tactics yesterday. I wouldn't go as far to say he just switched tactics. I think that he just is done.
3: No, he can't do anymore. Yeah, that's what he's doing now. He said he's
1: going to take it all the way to the yeah. He's still going to go to the convention, but and I wouldn't be surprised if he ran as independent after this whole thing. He's won hundreds of delegates. Yeah,
3: he's going to be a major force in Tampa. Fuck yeah, major. So it's just starting. RP, bitches. I, talk, I, I watched an interview on his uh, campaign manager yesterday. He was a very smart guy. And he talked about the whole deal. And It's like, oh, okay, I get it. But this is planned. This is planned. But the media picked up on it and said, he's done. He quit.
4: People expect you to fall. Hit that same old wall. Really, they don't. behind your back today they shake their heads and they say well I always knew that the boy would come to no good anyway so I better back up and go to Detroit or Buffalo
1: But, song of the week, what, what do we got for song of the week? What do you guys think? What's been going on in the world of music I don't music know, man.
2: I've, I've been away. Man, I haven't.
1: We, we played a Jack White song last week, I, I do believe.
2: I thought that was two weeks ago. Well. Otherwise, two, poc- whatever, it doesn't matter, make a damn bit of efforts. Um, well, let's see here. Well. <laughs> well. I'm trying to think of what I listened to on the way home. Well listen to a bunch of shit andrew bird has a new album out that's badass is it but every song's badass i wouldn't know what the hell to play
1: that kind of makes it easy
2: then right yeah just pick a fucking song off that new andrew bird record okay it's not really that new it's probably two couple months old but it's it's badass yeah i don't think we've ever played an andrew bird song on here let's do it so that sounds good all right
1: he's a really good whistler Oh, he is, He's, yeah. He he he. Uh, and he plays the saw, also, doesn't he? Or does he just have somebody who plays the saw? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making shit up now. He's a hell of a fucking pilot, too, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, his name's Bird.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that motherfucker. It was almost worked for NASA.
2: Let's uh, yeah, pull up that Andrew Bird record
1: oh yeah the other computer is uh oh it's down is uh out of commission well listen so. to some listen to the, it's called uh so uh stand stand by for for uh, a moment folks stand by
2: it's called break it yourself
1: okay so uh eat the news this album came out in march andrew bird sixth solo record this is track three off of "Break It Yourself." What's it called? I don't know how you say this. Dan- dance, dance, D A N S E. How would you say that?
2: Dance or danse. danse? Danse. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Caribe. Some... He, I never know what the hell he's talking about. I just like it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he writes. He writes songs about science, basically.
1: The genre here that I'm on this uh, information thing that I'm reading says indie rock baroque pop. So uh, here's some baroque pop, Andrew Bird, Dante Caribe.
0: You were a shameless child Bandied by a still cross-current Anything but my Yes and no, just simply weren't Invented yet Oh yes, oh no Then one day you'd had it Exiled your close advisor. I you your dog, your rabbits You're through with pacifizers You're through with pacifizers now You're through with pacifizers You would go mistaking clouds for mountains all It's the thing that brings the sparrows to the fountains of oh. It's the thing that makes you run for the highlands of You would go mistaking clouds for mountains of oh. Autonomy Mistaking clouds for mountains all oh. Here's the thing that brings the sparrows to the fountains all oh. Here's the thing that makes you run for the highland. Here we go, mistaking clouds for mountains oh. all to me. Yes. Nice. Yes. Very nice. fucking
1: beautiful, man.
2: I love that shit.
1: It's pretty easy on the ears.
2: So does he play the fiddle, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a he son plays of a bitch. He, he loops everything live. That's what it, yeah. And, it, does, and does guitar, fiddle. He does a bunch of shit. Yeah. And then he cries. No. But, um, yeah, so that's the song of the week, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to leave you with the fact of the week. <laughs> okay? Let's see, here's a good fact. Dr. Seuss wrote Green Eggs and Ham after his editor dared him to write a book using less than 50 words.
1: And that's like a bestseller. Yeah. Right there, classic.
2: Yeah. That's how that came about. Also,
1: I just got a text from Grady Don. I asked him a while back, Grady Don was not able to make it here to the podcast today. And I asked him if he had any comments. And he just wanted to comment. I guess a lot of people are dying in the music business right now, which yeah. is a sad
2: fact. The bass player that he's talking about? Donald Duck. Donald yeah. Duck.
1: Done. Uh, Done. That's right. Donald Duck. Done. He was in like uh, the Blues
2: Brothers and. Uh, he was in, you know, he was, uh, Booker T and the MGS. Yeah. He played bass on Green Onions. Yeah. Green Onions.
1: Green Eggs and Ham. There's a lot of history going on here, folks. (laughs) Let's go get tacos. (laughs) All right. It's Taco Tuesday. Have a good one.
5: Peace. For producer James the Robot, technical engineer Nikola Tesla, and your host Starfire on the Mountain and Charlie Shafter, this has been another episode of You Can't See Us.